I'm sorry to say we have a guest in the studio today. For it is episode 161, as our tradition is, every episode 161 we have a guest. Hello. In the, any, any, any episode divisible by seven. That's right. We have a guest. And all 23. And all 23. <laughs> uh, it's Judge Coxcomb. Um, he's returned to us from the Supreme Court to render unto us judgment, although... Perhaps the judgments will happen in the next episode. This episode, we're going well, to... Well, I imagine he'll judge us. We're, yes, th- this episode will be judged. The... It has, I, it's been quite a long while since I've judged either mm. of you, so there's plenty of judgment to be done. There is. I and, am deserving of judging. And, and, and can, you, can you let me know uh, what the topic is today, please, Judge Coxcomb? The topic of today is, why are we no longer a nation of bunters? Bunting, right. Uh, <sighs> so, what's been happening with you then? <laughs> So how have you been? How was the journey down? How's the journey down? So you got here then. You got here then with journey alright? Weather seems okay. Drive carefully now. Drive carefully, take care. Safe journey. Look after yourself. <laughs> there was a tube strike, but that was okay. Yeah. You went on the tube anyway. It, it, yes. it seems that when um, 60% of the, the tube is striking, it doesn't make much difference, so we can fire them all. It does. Okay. I mean, They've it, made a mistake without Mr. Crow behind their back. Well, this was the kind of... Nicholas, the Bob Crow Nicholas is very eager that we should replace everyone with computers yeah. immediately. This, and I don't think he's just talking about the tubes. I think no, he's no. talking about all people. This was supposed to be the Bob Crow memorial strike. But right. I think it's fizzled a little in that. People are actually, no. He, if, Bob, if, if Bob were here, he would have done it better. And what it has revealed is that we need to get rid of all tube drivers now and have self-driving trains like we do on the Docklands Light Railway and so many other places in the world. For our American listener, we should explain that Bob Crow is the British equivalent of Sam Crow. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, good. It's a, it's a splendidly Dickensian name, I think, Bob Crow. It isn't bad, Bob is it? Crow. Well, it'll, because of the whole Sam Crow thing, it makes me think of... Uh, of um, what is this, John? You've this... given me a glass with something in it. This is a glass of, of my wee-wee. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Which, as you'll tell from what I how, quite how intense it is, I've been drinking an awful lot of Caribbean rum. You're very ketogenic. Yes. There's a lot of ketones yeah. here. It's yes, an awful lot. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually drinking rum on rum doings. That's unheard of. It's Angostura. Ooh, this is the strong stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. I nearly said a swear. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Very it's good. Quite, it's quite aromatic, though. Mm. Quite nice I quite, quite like it. Vanilla, yes. vanilla overtones. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we can, can we get rid of the tube drivers? Since all they do is they pass red under danger and don't turn up in time to drive the train, which can quite easily drive itself if we spend... Uh, but what if they became self-aware? Who, two two drivers. Drivers. Two drivers. That's not going to happen, is it? Let's. Oh, <laughs> Nicholas! Look, there's lots of tissues here. You can. Oh, shit! <laughs> well, there'll be a rum as well. And I did swear on the. On the oh, no, no, I'd love to do the explicit tag. I, I, oh, I spilt all we over myself. We can swear myself. as much as we like if we're going to put the explicit tag. No, we're not going to. Who will he bottom, Fanny? Uh, uh, Farage. I, I, I spilt. It contains scenes of sexual violence disturbing to some listeners. Farage. <laughs> So, we were discussing the problem with the press's dealing with Farage and indeed pol- the mainstream politicians dealing with Farage anyway. And we were this morning, today when we Why arrived. Why are we talking about this when there are cream teas to be had? Right, wait a second. So we arrived at the station, we saw the article saying all parties going all out to uh, represent uh, UKIP as a racist party. And we said, no, that's not a... Thank you. That's, we've, we've just been past a cream tea. I mean, we, we need to be clear that UKIP is obviously a racist Yeah, they are a racist party, but yes. why is it useless to harp on about that? Yes, because the kind of people who are inclined to vote UKIP... That's not. a feature, not a bug. It, yes, and the kind of people who do think that UKIP is racist are not inclined to vote UKIP. You know, we were, we were warning people that they were racist... Through, 
four yeah, or five years ago on this podcast. Yeah, we weren't exactly being particularly um, perspicacious, were we? Well, um, we were a bit, and as much as people were, more people were taken in by them than perhaps we would have realised. There was flour-free, yeah. carb-free cream tea. There was this ridiculous. There was this ridiculous. It attempt- doesn't work without the carb. Yeah. it's pretty nice. It the was. children are still in danger. Yeah. There was it's a pretty nice. There was no, a, no, it tastes nice, but the children. Yeah, the children are still in danger. There was a ridiculous it. attempt to portray them as a um, libertarian. As a libertarian party, it was nonsense. Um, but yes, they're a right-wing Little England a racist party. But if you go on like that, those people who... They're making uh, more attractive to racists. Well, exactly, because yeah. I think, oh, goody, finally, I, I'm allowed to vote for the... I couldn't vote for the BNP because it wasn't respectable. But now I'm being told that this is a respectable racist party. It, it strikes me that if your answer to uh, Nigel Farage is Ed Miliband, you definitely haven't worked out what the question is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or Clegg. <laughs> Would you, would you say it was fair to describe yes. a bucket full of eels? It's fair to call it an eel bucket, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, therefore, a party full of racists is a racist party. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the Farage defence is, no, we're not a racist party. We're just a party that happens to have racists. Mainly racist. <laughs> mainly racist. <laughs> and mainly racist. Racist policy. opinions and only one policy which is racist. <laughs> but we're not a racist party. We're just a party of racists. Also, another thing which, again, plays into his hands a bit... Is I don't know the Twitter in the last week has had this fake picture of him allegedly having been a punk in the 1980s, 1983. Um, punking a uh, policeman. Do you know what he actually was in 1983? I assume he was some sort of business. Yeah, yeah he was a junior commodities guy. trader for a, for an investment bank, not yeah. a punk at all. Yeah. So, and yet showing him, like, oh look, this is Farage. You know that just increases his <laughs> yeah, make credence sense. as a mm-hmm. as an anti-establishment figure. Mm-hmm. What and what we said is the way that they need to attack him, and they should have been attacking him from the start. Is Stop pretending you're an anti-establishment figure. You are the pinnacle of the establishment in all respects. And you are a corrupt career politician just like any other, except even worse. Yes, and also there was that wonderful outburst, I think it was a Danish MEP, who's only screaming at him across the floor of the (laughs) European Parliament for never turning up and having... No, no, having barely been in the because in, 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 he was there being smug yeah. and this other politician started just shouting at him pointing out that he never turns up for work hmm. and I think stuff like that seems slightly more important oh, yeah. they only ever vote no anyway so it doesn't really matter if they turn up oh John by the way I, something slightly alarmed me on my telephone when mm-hmm. I was uh, I was letting you know that we'd be turning up at Mickey Mouse station yes uh, which is where your station is yes and I typed Mickey Mi- and I typed in lowercase Mickey Space and it allowed mm. the, to stay lowercase. Mouse, space, and my phone then capitalised both Mickey and Mouse. I found that a little unsettling. It's okay when the one word is capitalised, but when it's spying your whole sentences in case that you're going to upset Uncle Walt, I get I get worried. Ah, but you you and then a little trademark sign. And, and you you use an iPhone which doesn't have the terrifyingly uh, psychic keyboard that no. I like, do you swift key. Yeah, which which frightens yes. me because it frequently knows what I'm going to say before I've even thought it, and I don't know <laughs> how it does that. <laughs> it's, it's swift key. If you let it, reads your emails and your Twitter accounts. Yes, I swear, I swear, I swear it does more. Than, I swear it reads your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. add your mind if you let it. <laughs> yes, if you if you have to tick the right box. For yeah, mind reading. Tick the button. Do it. Can I be clairvoyant? I mind think reading? we should do a poster campaign of Nigel Farage in 1955. When he was one year old, and Nigel Farage was a baby in 1955. <laughs> Do you want a baby running government? <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine he was ever young. I don't. I can't oh, imagine. I can't oh, imagine. Imagine what? A, I can't imagine any person who's currently in politics now was ever young. I think they were all born about age. You can. Do you know how I know you can? Right. Do you remember? Said the pal. Oh, but he was no. But he wasn't. He was like 43 when he was 16. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
He was actually know, he, that's what they are like. He was born. He was born middle aged and then stayed middle aged for the next thirty years before finally growing old. No, nobody. They were never young. Who is the least likely politician at the moment who have been young? Ooh, I mean, it's it's a kind of hard to imagine Ian Duncan Smith having been young. No, Ian Duncan mm-hmm. Smith was not a young. You can't imagine. I can't Nig- imagine him with a full head of hair. Yeah. Yeah. You can't imagine Nigel Farage ever having been young. No, <laughs> Nigel Farage <laughs> with his wife Herr Krautenhausen <laughs> can't have been young. Uh, <laughs> Anna Widdicombe, she was never young. No, she's not in politics anymore. I've talked no. in the past on on, on Rumpus about my belief that if you go too far into unrealistic territory, then you it becomes unarguable. Oh, that phone never even ever rings. Let's just ignore it. Like you may have been the, but you you may be entitled to some PPI conversation. Exactly, it's either if you don't answer it now, you will never know. Or, it's either PPI or, or my sister, or my sister offering me PPI. Or <laughs> three options. Or sir, you're having a problem with your your computer at the moment. You got virus. Can we you don't please? haven't had those in this house. Just uh-huh. the PPIs. I've never, I've never had that. But then again, I don't. I've had one. I've had met we in Fairfield Park. We had those so often that we used to just play different pranks on them and try all sorts of stuff I don't have a landline well I do have a landline because you have to have one to have the internet come out of your landline but uh, I, I just, if I, whenever the internet doesn't work he's stealing work, your cream tea Martin. I know well, whenever now. the internet works and I phone up BT and they ask me so what's your landline number and I literally have no idea and there's always a moment of stunned silence from the other person <laughs> yes, the I know that I, how can you not know your landline why would I know my landline number why what do your parents call you on my mobile like yeah, every other human being but you never answer your mobile well, this must be a PPI machine because it's still going so it's just a robot phoning yeah. the human would have given up by now it why haven't you set your phone to cut it off you were saying moment? unrealistic I don't know how to operate my landline. My, it's just there, so I have the internet. No, but my 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 old landline phone, which I didn't plug in, has a feature where you can tell it to basically cut anyone off after one. You were thing, saying from a pre. Yeah, I'm bored. I'm bored of this. Numbers. I'm bored of this conversation. I'm going to stop it right now. Can you? You were saying that you um <laughs> you you uh, when you move that far, oh, right. you when reduct you your ad absurdity. Exactly. So and, and so I've talked about this in terms of um, homeopathy. Homeopathy is so idiotic that you can't argue with it, therefore it wins. Yes. Um, and I think the same with Farage. Farage is, you know, he's, um, my brain is completely no. blanked on the, his ancestry. Please help the French. He is a he's a Huguenot. He's a Huguenot refugee. So he's a Huguenot refugee. Literally refugees. People who were who uh, a race that only Oppressed. survived because they moved to England. Yes. To escape the, their oppression in, yeah. in France. Yeah. So he's descended they from. They come over here taking direct, our lack yeah, of genocide. Exactly. Yeah. He's a direct descendant of the, that which he most wishes to stop. Is married to a German woman who is doing a, a job that could be done. But, no, but except yeah. So he is such a parody. You can't you can't fight with him. He's indestructible because he's a parody. Of and, yet, and yet and yet and uh, yet all of political. Twitter seems to be hell bent on fighting, fighting him on his turf where they can't possibly. Well, exactly, the and then you've got three major political parties all terrified of him, despite his not having any political. Do you know what? It's because it's because they're terrified of working class people because they're so profoundly middle class right. parties now. <laughs> yes, that any anything which has traction with working class people terrifies. In fairness, I am scared of working. Well, no, I mean, they are awful. But actually, generally, violent and educated. Actually, generally, wouldn't have anything to do with them. No. And those I, dogs they have, those big. Actually, angry, actually, generally, ooh, generally, Twitter, Twitter. The, the left Twitterati don't like anything that sniffs of working class. And they will always couch that in another argument. For example, no to page three is really no to skag, skanky um, yeah, you've, you've working probably, class You've probably girls. noticed that there is a middle class bias towards Twitter. And I, I, think, <laughs> really? I, I think it's all to do with whether or not you've got 
the time on your hands to spend mm-hmm. all day posting to Twitter. And um, reading Twitter more than And reading, yeah. Man, you know, if you do manual work, you're just not going to have the time yeah, to spend all day sat at your Unlike desk. the ghost of Twitter past here, he catches up on Twitter. <laughs> well, I do that, yeah. In order, without catching up. I do have to periodically remind him not to reply to threads from yesterday, because we've finished that discussion now. I reply, I have to remind him every day. I'm going to give you you a very sexy image. Sometimes when I'm replying to my tweets, I'm in the bar. (laughs) Now you'll never ask me to stop again. Now it's all I want. Yes. So how's how's Laura? Mm. Fourth time of asking today, listener. Mm. No, it's just you hate the thought of having to think about her. This she's revolting. Actually, talking about how she's revolting, there was a question that I wanted to. (laughs) Hey, you talk about no, no. There was a question I wanted to bring up because. I noticed the answer to this question, there are three possible answers. And that is, I've noticed that Laura frequently, unironically, tweets oh. about how beautiful and lovely you are. She's and how she says I'm beautiful, but she does say nice and how, and how And how lucky she is to have you, and mm-hmm. how much you look after her, and you're the bestest husband in the world, blah, 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 blah. Now, yes. now, I thought, I, I thought Victoria has never and would never ever do anything remotely like that about <laughs> me. No, but listen, wait, but there are three, there are three. <laughs> there are three. There are three. One of them the, is written in capital letters. The, the first, the first and obvious reason uh, <laughs> is, is that I'm obviously a far worse husband than you are. Well, that's, I, that clearly goes without saying. The second. Yes. That's the, not even official judgment, the second, that's just obvious. The second, the second, <laughs> the second option is that, that she is also a worse wife than Laura is, which mm-hmm. is also possible. Mm-hmm. And the third option is that she is more secure than Laura is and Laura thinks that you're going to run away with one of your video games. Oh, that's cruises. a silly say that, and that concludes the options. That's Those are the silly. options. That's Those the are the options. Well, okay, then it's is she worried way. you're going to run away with a video games floozy? So you think the only reason she would express all of awful presentation of your work that is it those are the three options how monstrously she, she is a better, I'm a worse husband well, she is a she, she is a better wife or she's worried you're running away with a, with a games floozy which is it John well I imagine it's probably the latter because I'm so very sexually attractive to the game floozies <laughs> okay sorted that out is that is that agreed now I'm trying to. I'm trying no, to. No, it could just be that she's a nice person no, who sincerely wishes no to express thing. her gratitude. No, you know, you don't do and that. that <laughs> I love that. That's your impossible. Worldview, that your worldview makes that impossible. And yet, that is the kind of person. No, you don't have to say it every two days on Twitter how lovely you are. No, there is something worrying about that. I think she's done it maybe four times ever rather than every two days why is she saying you're so lovely all the time John when you're clearly not because well because I took I think the reason she said it recently (laughs) what's wrong with her what's wrong with her I took her away for a romantic (laughs) break in a very lovely hotel with a beautiful meal and I think that probably uh, won me some husband points oh fair enough so so, so, that, so, so that's point number one then. It's, yes. one, it's one of those yeah. things that I just don't talk about on social media. You know, you, well, well, exactly. you noticed, but here's the thing: I thought you were going to the fact that I never say it about her. No, you never do. Actually, the reason I do that is because there are, I have thirteen thousand strangers following me on Twitter. She has a yeah. couple of hundred people, most of whom I, she knows. But you've yeah. never said that about any of your significant others. They never said no, that about I just, you. It's one. Of the, it's one of those things like like you 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 never talk about your employment on on social media because it's not worth it. And I just yeah. don't yes. feel any particular need to talk about relationships. I not. don't bring up Laura on there. Yeah. I, I a lot to make jokes about her or to tease her because people join in in a nice yeah. friendly or when, way or when but I would pe- never be sincere about her because there are too many n- assholes following me on Twitter or, or because when people say you only write those articles about girls because you want a girl to do a sex on you yes that's right that's true when I said to Laura hey, Laura, say, hey Laura, you I'm not doing marry- sex on you unless you've written a feminist exactly. article today <laughs> oh god have I got to be a social justice warrior again how many words are 200 words I know it's going to be at least a thousand you want that done that's a very realistic portrayal of the accent. That's pretty much how it happens. And by the way, I'm a social justice ranger. Ranger. Which is a joke for Martin, not for Nick. 
<laughs> well, he didn't laugh, so, <laughs> so it, no, it didn't work. I, no, I didn't realise he was getting it straight away, but then I realised. Yes, then you realised. Okay. I stole that joke. Someone else tweeted that they were a social justice cleric. <laughs> they were trying to warrior like boring class. Cleric is and good. I kind of stole, I stole, I've stolen that joke and just called myself a social No, social warrior cleric is better because you are a bit of a cleric. I suppose if he... That so, works best. Kieran always asks that I'm, I'm... You're not a Kieran, rogue. Kieran you're always argues that I'm chaotic... Good. Reverend Walker. Chaotic good so, cleric, I think. Kieran what what, what, what about a, uh, a social justice warlock? <laughs> yeah. you so you're chaotic, chaotic good what? Uh, cleric. cleric, I think so. And what am I? Oh gosh, you're you're definitely chaotic neutral. There's no question about that. Right. Um, you just leave sort of fedoras around that do damage over time to the people what, who wear them. What class is Nick? Um... He's a Kenzai thief in Advanced Dungeons and Dragons 3rd and a half edition. See, I only know 4th edition because that's what I'm playing for the yeah. first time. He, start, he started out as a thief and then... Oh, I don't know, thief seems to almost and then too... Respe- and then respects in, into Kenzai at level 9 in dual classes. That's what he does. I don't know what that is. He's from well beyond <laughs> my knowledge, unfortunately. I've been playing Baldur's Gate 2. Uh, yes. yeah. You're going to have to stop this Dungeons and Dragons once you have a child. Why? You have to put away all childish things. Nick has two children. Or Nick, you have one child. Jim has two children and he plays. No one else has children who plays with us. No, good. Well, Jim will soon remember that he's got children and stop. Put away our childish things. Put away all your childish things. That is the saddest idea of all. No, it's not. To have to stop acting like a child as an adult seems terrible to me. No, it depends how you interpret it. I'll do some exegesis for you. No, 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 absolutely. I can see very positive interpretations of it, but the idea that you should stop play I, I, yes. my argument is play Laura and I, I Laura would be horrendous horrified that I talk about this on the podcast but we still we play we, with play. Our, we play with the cuddly toys make them have conversations and we look at each other and go oh my goodness we're both in our 30s we're about to come parents and, but I actually well, you, bought, say, you no. bought them on the cruise with us and they were participating they in the cruise, the cruise. it's not like you hide it I mean, exactly and so but I, and I, and I, think, I think to myself are we <laughs> mentally ill are we deranged and then yes. I think no actually we're keeping hold of one of the most beautiful things of childhood which is that play allowing your toys to become yeah. real for you for a we moment. are the infantilised generation and we think it's a good thing well do you, well no do you, we don't yes, we, we think it's a bad well, thing do, we, do, do, no, well, we don't well, if we thought it was a bad thing we would stop doing it but we're, we're happy that we're the first generation that considered it acceptable for people to carry on playing into yeah. and through the red well Ju- Ju- Judith has advanced beyond you then yes. because the other day um, she was saying that she wasn't tired she said oh all your toys are tired they need to go to sleep she says they're not tired they're toys they don't sleep <laughs> so Clearly she's advanced. But she does a monster. But she does also, she does have an imaginary younger brother, so she's on shaky ground there, <laughs> solipsistically speaking. On the other hand, she's she's very gender. On that. She's, no, but she's very gender. She's very gen, gender advanced because yeah. her her little brother is a female. Yeah, but she's also the gender police, not allowing boys to play with pink pink. But she does want yeah. to get married to a girl. Yes. Oh, that's nice. She's, she's a specific to... girl or a girl's Yeah, gender? her friend Dora she wants to get married to. She hasn't really got a friend called Dora. No she one does. named their child after Dora the Explorer. Those names have all come back now. You do. Well, you you realise that ten years from now our schools are going to be full of little Circes and Tywins and Tyrions. apparently they already yeah, that's are. Undoubt, that's undoubt. in America, not over here. Over here, in ten years, uh, primary schools are going to be filled with uh, Amelia's. Mm. Amelia's top name in Britain because right of now. Amelia Pond, and that's why not because of Amelia Earhart, which is devastating. <laughs> so, because I, I genuinely, before I knew this was even a fact, one of the names I considered for a, if we have a daughter was Amelia because yeah. of Amelia Earhart. Right, and I looked at it. So I was everyone the called top, I was like, what? Why is my rare and abstract <laughs> name? And it's because of bloody Doctor Who. <laughs> well, you see, I I had a, a, a similar. Um, Moment when we chose Judith because she's named after Judith Resnick, the tragic astronaut. Test. 
Oh um, yes, yes. He went up in just the challenge. Just astronaut will do fine. She's an astronaut test. She wore pink <laughs> and, and, <laughs> big, and had big space hair. And she had a bow on top of her skull. Yes. Um, and, and and so luckily we got that opportunity. But can you imagine if there'd been a Judith on Doctor Who would have screwed up our plans? Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. It is. Oh, she also wants to kill you, of course, Martin. Oh, could might really. She could, yeah. She she's developing elaborate plans for how she's going to bury me when we go on holiday next week. <laughs> Inside, she says, "I'm going to bury you." So uh, that- no, 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 I'm going to bury you so that you can't breathe anymore. But it's okay. I will throw ice creams down she's the deep good, hole. She's going to be- yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be fine then. <laughs> You'll have to find a way of extracting the oxygen. But she was on, she was on, no, 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 because ice creams they trap oxygen beneath the yeah. ice cream and in the cone. But yeah. she was also on on Saturday. She was enthusiastically explaining to me how she was going to flush me down the toilet. <laughs> Right. So she she clearly wants to experiment. Nicholas's daughter does want to kill me. I I couldn't get her to tell me why, but she does want to kill me. She doesn't want to be my friend anymore. That was made very clear to me last summer, and I still haven't gone over it. What? How did she literally said that? Didn't she? She screamed it at the top of her voice on the open deck of the boat. What did she say? Strange man. I don't think that's what she said. She was quite horrified. Oh, it's a pity. Why, I didn't why, why, why did you get unfriended by three-year-old? Because she was very tired and had been eleven days. Oh, fair enough. She was your friend at the beginning. She though. was my friend at the beginning, but she—I think she was just very cross with the situation. Yes. And the disruption in her life. I imagine that uh, this uh, in Cruz's disappointment, she'll be a lot more comfortable because she'll be less dependent on me. Yes. Pain. Yes. Plus, at that point, she even she wasn't even she hadn't even got her poos right yet. Yes. That's whereas true. now she's. Quite poo poos were still too brown. Oh, for the I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's they that's, were her poos were too brown for the toilet last time, but now she's I mean, you, she's come to terms with. I the mean, brown. that's quite an achievement. I've been on this plan for three and a half decades, and I still haven't got my poos right. That's no. true. You know, it's it's surprisingly difficult. I'll tell you that. The, the, I mean, it, it's interesting how um, moments of independence come in ways that don't that you don't expect. For example, the other day we poured her a bath, and usually what we do is we will then undress her and we'll lift her into the bath. Whatever we we we, we left the bath pouring. And she was, had all her day clothes on, her dress and everything. Next thing we know, we knew, we went, we went to the kitchen. Next thing we knew, she was upstairs in the bath washing herself already. So she'd taken off all her clothes, climbed into the bath on herself and was already doing there something. There are Hold on. A shock that you left your child unattended in the bath. No, but she wasn't in the bath. That's the point. She, she took off all her clothes right. and climbed into the bath herself. Okay, well, now we have to worry about... <laughs> yes. You know, she could make herself a bath any time. And, well, do that. Look, well, and also she now opens the front door. And just goes and oh, does a little no. walk. Oh, no. <laughs> and also, anybody who knocks on the door, like the, the, we, I, I was getting dressed, and she were she was in her room drawing, and somebody knocks on the door and says, "Okay, Julia, I'll go down." She went down, and they're like, "There was a d- delivery man." Opened the door, took the delivery, and closed the door. <laughs> Did she sign for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine she must have. She's just a charming little picture of the door. <laughs> yeah. uh, what I've learned from Laura's being pregnant is that. From the moment of conception, mm-hmm. it's just horror, terror. Terror is what your is your life is just terror from that point onward. Yeah. It was terror of, of miscarriage. Now it's terror of birth defects. Then it'll be terror of SIDS. Then it'll be terror of rod- tod- toddling. What you don't foraging. Yeah, meteors falling out of the sky. I think when you have old age, when you have a baby, you don't want to break it because yes. they're very easy to break. Well, apparently they're and quite it's a, bouncy. It's a, and no, bouncy than if you do break one, it's quite a lot of work to get a replacement. No, so you, you, it's kind of you know. No, there are other less, more abstract terrors. For example, Judith is starting to ask, um, "Mummy, where's your mummy? And oh, yes. how does she die? And what does that mean?" And you know, that's a very difficult thing to deal with. Let me introduce you to a little part of your life we didn't think you had. <laughs> a little surprise here. <laughs> Come with me, child, as we gaze into the void, and the void will gaze back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever drop her when she was a baby? 
You're very clumsy. I can't imagine. No, it didn't didn't drop her. Wow. But then again, did you ever hold her when she was? I think if you I think if you were more clumsy, then you'd be more careful. I think it's overconfidence that breeds um. Uh, head bouncings but actually babies are quite no, bouncing they're very resilient to no the reason and there's a reason for that and people think that um, calcium makes for strong bones no it doesn't it makes for hard bones mm-hmm. but actually what makes for bone strength is density throwing that, babies at walls no but what, what makes for strong bones is, is protein because it's inside of the bone it's built up of the protein it's lattice and then as you grow older more and more calcium gets attracted to the edge of it, so that makes them um, harder. Right. So babies initially, their bones are primarily proteins, and, and that's why they're literally quite bouncy. I am glad you did it, but for a brief moment, I did think maybe you were going to suggest deliberately dropping babies to encourage them to, de- to yeah. yes. develop stronger bones. They're like bouncy balls. The sort of vig- a vigorous baby strengthening ceremony. <laughs> would you judge? Would you? As Forty-five judge, minutes a day of dropping a baby from four feet onto a soft. Who? What is, onto there, a soft is mat. A, there is a country that has a tradition where you throw babies off a balcony and catch them in a blanket. It's somewhere in Spain, I saw a photograph of it recently. Is that it's, goes it's Spain or Portugal babies. or Jews? It's babies. 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 It was, I think it might be Jewish babies though. Mm. Was it Spain or Portugal? No, they don't. They wouldn't use the blanket for those. Yes. <laughs> Just throw them out the window. It's a spike. Yeah. Well, it's okay because you know they'll just unfurl their little demon Jew wings and fly to safety. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's how you prove it, real Jew, rather than fake Jew. Mm. Sometimes people have just put a big pointy nose with an elastic band around their baby's face to make it look like a real Jew. Oh, there was something else that that needed bringing up, and that is. Um, Alex Salmond, you know your 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 best friend Alex yes, Salmond. Alex Salmond turns out to be uh, in the Putin fan club. Yes, he and Farage. Alex Salmond said he, in in some ways, he he largely admires Putin because Putin allowed Russia to feel an independent pride again. He loves his country. He loves his, he loves his country. It's not, a, it's not extraordinary, except for those who didn't quite understand what nationalism meant. It's quite ordinary, mm. unless you've been romanticising what no. Scottish nationalism is. It's, it's, it's just a difference of scale, but it's exactly the same mindset. Right? Putin's yeah. trying to create a greater Russia, and Salmon wants to create a greater Scotland in his own image. Greater Scotia. Do, do you think teenagers will have topless pictures of, of Salmon <laughs> on the back of a horse in their bedrooms? Well, it's actually, um, um, I've just got to get his name right. I was reading an article about a chap called Alexander Dugin, D-U-G-I-N, mm-hmm. who is an academic in Moscow who has been an advisor to Putin for many years. And he's basically pro-fascist, pro-very um, traditional, um, proper empire building. Mm-hmm. And not surprisingly, of course, um, he's, he's put, pretty much had the blueprint for 10 years that Putin is now following. Um, and sort of saying exactly what's going to be annexed when, and it's following the true, proper, traditional, expansionist, genuine imperial ambitions again to recreate the Russian Empire to be yeah. another pole. That's what they wanted to be, and and also while doing that to create a completely authoritarian centralized state that controls all of this. So I think it's fair enough to say that he could be as big a threat as a Hitler. Oh, yeah, well, Putin, of course. I no, think... you, mean, you mean Duggan? No, uh, well, well, Putin. If he takes it to extreme, I, I now don't think it is extreme or no, exaggerated. So if, 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 he, if he were allowed to take it to his extreme, I think he could be a Hitlerite problem. We called this, again, and more of our prescience, we called this a year ago in Rumdings when I was talking about well, more, how yes. they're the baddies. Mm. I was saying in Russia are the baddies and we've got to start acting like they're the baddies and we haven't. We've, they said they're the goodies and now we're in a situation where apparently they're allowed to invade any country they feel like and occupy it and we just have to go, Ooh, 
well, maybe you, all the you would, you would have to be. You'd have it's to, one of the stones next. You'd have to be a bit dumb or Seamus Miller not to t- realise that <laughs> Putin is a bit of a baddie. <laughs> yes, exactly. But we're all working with yeah, him yeah. as if he's not a baddie. Well, that's because We've forgotten how good no, a baddie every, was. Everyone knows he's a baddie. Only no one knows how to stop him because. Well, I'll tell you how not to stop. We've rather stupidly allowed ourselves to be entirely dependent on Russian oil and gas, which was, yes. in hindsight. A bit. It's yeah. not. It's 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 not. Uh, if you look at people like Farage, who's yeah. saying, "Let's not bother with, um, you know, let, let's get rid of all these wind farms. Let's get rid of um, local uh, gas and oil ex- uh, exploration." And mm-hmm. oh, Putin's actually quite a good guy. Um, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory to wonder where he might be getting a bit of his cash. Are you saying that's about Salmond? I'm, well, Sam and I know that to be the case, but I'm I'm talking about Farage. These right, okay. these weird uh, allegiances that they have with with the Russians, saying we need to look towards Russia now as our partners rather than Europe, because one of the big things that Duggan hates is the European Union. Because if the European Union gets its act together and they and it starts to create a proper independent energy market, then Russia can <laughs> be very badly screwed. Right. So Russia needs to use any power it can to discredit and destroy the European Union. That's why this pulling, pulling, uh, pulling Turkey into its fold, pulling Ukraine into its fold, um, and suddenly having encouraging people like the Farages. It's it's suddenly you know okay it's a bit conspiracy ish, but it's not conspiracy ish because he wrote this on paper saying we need to encourage those people within the West who are opposed to the European Union to become popular. This is what he was saying five years ago. The, the advisors of Putin were saying this explicitly. Otherwise, our hydrocarbon economy is threatened. Um, the more divided Europe is, the better it is for um, Russia yeah. for, 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 their, for their hydrocarbon sales. But that's why there's not going to be a war, because Putin's mm-hmm. not an idiot. and He's not going to start a shooting war. No, of course. So we can just happily tut and go, oh, that Russia, oh. Well, do you think he won't? Why won't he? Why won't he? I mean, people were saying that about the, the Mr. Hitler as well. If he wanted, if he wanted to start a war, he would, he would have, uh, he would have tried to annex Poland, not Ukraine, because you know, well, it's traditional. Yeah. I think they said, that, I think they said that when they annexed Czech, Czechoslovakia, nobody responded, didn't they? If he wanted but to start really, a war, he would have annexed Poland. He's just gone for Czech, a that, small country of which we it's, know. It's, it's clear as well. Russia is trying to start a civil war because it wants, it wants Ukraine to break down the middle so it can just annex the eastern half. Russia, yeah. Russia knows it couldn't uh, hold the western half because it's just too west, western. Yeah. So Russia does seem to know where the where where Greater Russia lies. It has a it has a. It has a border in mind that it's just trying to colour in. Well, does it, does, it? it doesn't stretch all the way west of, uh, of it Ukraine. It seems so strange we'll because see. it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like Putin is infinity rich, but it does to people. Everything he could ever. There need. are there are people who consider who consider ethnic identity very important. Like we call those Putin, people, we call those people nationalists. Yes, yes nas- he's a nationalist. That's why, and he wants he wants the glory of the Russian Empire restored, is, and that's so why. Nicholas thinks we should put Alex Salmond in prison uh, yes, as a war now. criminal. Let's just send him to prison. Uh, he and Farage, they can, sell, they can yes. share a cell and talk about their very similar identities and names. They are basically war criminals. and they should Hard be peas in, in the pod. But I still maintain my desire for the independence vote to be a yes, because it's better TV. And you said it's more interesting. It's more interesting. David Cameron has said he'll resign if the, if Scotland votes yes. No, he didn't. He said he would resign if there weren't a proper out of Europe thing. I think you've confused the votes. 
I think you've confused which which referendum he's promised to resign over. Or was it some, somebody else said that David Cameron has to resign if the <laughs> well, it'll be a it'll be a huge embarrassment to to, to be the to be the prime minister that lost the, the Conservatives of the United Kingdom. Yeah. What, 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 what was the Conservative? What was the Conservative? You had one job, David. <laughs> one job to ensure the country still existed. You remember what our long name? Remember, remember, remember what our long name was? The Conservative and Unionist Party. You've cocked up half our name. <laughs> Actually, but it is. I mean, I think it's... <laughs> the resurgence of the wings. The establishment of the church and the union was pretty much the only core definitions of Toryism. Yes. And to lose one of those is, is very clumsy. <laughs> it's very clumsy. Mm. Do you think it will be a yes or a no? I thought it would be a no, but it's getting closer now. You were adamant it was going to be The yeses no. are trending up, but the, yeah. the, the yeses have never shown a single poll. If I, would, if I were to bet, I would still bet no, but I wouldn't be, I'm not as confident. There might be a crossover at some it's point. It's very yeah. interesting to realise quite how powerful a chess piece Mr Stuart Campbell, the Reverend Stuart Campbell, has become in all of this. Wings Over Scotland has gone from his little hobbyist sites to being the most um, influential politics site. Doesn't he Scotland. not? Although he's still paying as much as a hobbyist site. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Yeah, you know, what they, you know, you know what they say about these rich Scotch. So, what was your question, Martin? I've forgotten now. Was it where he lives? Does he not live in? He lives in, in, he lives in Bath. He lives yes. in Bath. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. Yes, I, I've thought of that as well. It, yeah. it, he, oh, he doesn't want to go back to that. you thought of that? It's not exactly a difficult thing to reach, is it? Yeah. Pig, pig, pig and chicken. He's not really committed. He's just an observer. Well, it's interesting. He's he's defiantly Scottish, and his argument has been well. He wants he wants to go and live in independent Scotland. Yeah, he wants to live in independent Scotland. While Scotland isn't independent, it's meaningless to, to, uh, Do you know to what live I in Scotland. That he lives on, which is a reason. Do you know what I, I actually? One thing which struck me when I asked him, uh, he, if you read a lot of his arguments on the site, are based on contingencies like we we don't like having Toryism imposed on us mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. And I voted Liberal Democrat for mm-hmm. my life until late. Blah blah. blah. So I said, what if? Here's a hypothetical. What if a liberal, de- if the liberal Democrats of old had come into power and across the United Kingdom had put into place every policy you'd wished? So you, the whole of the United Kingdom had exact policy you wanted. I asked him. I asked him. I said, would you still then feel the need for there to be nationalism mm-hmm. and independence? He said, yes, I've believed yes. in this all my life. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I stopped arguing because I realised there's no point arguing this is an, a sentimental nationalist. And it, it, at that point, I, it's as close to religion as you can get. And that's why I don't actually argue anymore. Fine, it's a, basically a religion. It's do, a do they, ethnic. They, they still wish to have uh, Her Majesty. In, in, well, no, they didn't. In independent kingdom. No, that's what. No, what's interesting is if you go back and look at the previous iterations of the SNP's policy, was a republic, um, own currency, and no European Union. Then it became a republic, our own currency, a member of the European Union. Union. Then Her Majesty, our own currency, member of the European Union. Now it's Her Majesty. Um, the, the British pound. currency, the, the European the Union, um, and, a bit, and a bit of and a bit of you and a bit of the UK defence force. That and I said at at some point the word independence becomes an uh, an oddly denuded one when you cede all those rights. I and think the other those. I think the other huge naivety. I think we may have said this before. Um, is the I think it's this naive to believe that there isn't a right wing in Scotland. This idea that well, that's the most yeah. naive thing actually because they yes. but, yeah this idea that oh we, we we always get a Tory government we get a Tory government despite the fact we don't vote Tory you don't yes. need to vote Tory Scotland to Tory Scotland, Scotland actually needs a, a, a proper right wing no, party to replace the the, the, the decaying court I'll Scottish tell you Tories. I'll tell you, actually if you looked at the fifties Scotland was a 
pretty conservative and conservative yeah. voting place. And if you, um, we, if we have to this, the, 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 the Scottish Unionist Party used to like get nigh on fifty percent of the vote in, in the and the Kirk and the Kirk uh, was uh, was and especially uh, the more more north you go, it, it is is a strongly religious conservative force. Well, mm-hmm. The Scottish Unionist Party merged with the Tories and then was basically down. Unionist. But they were seen from that moment on as having betrayed yeah. themselves to the right. English. And, 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 and the greatest irony is that the, uh, the, the, the strongest card that the left in, in Scotland play at the moment is that right-wingery is tarnished with English Toryism. Mm-hmm. Which the, is, moment they, yeah, the moment they get independence... Well, it's not wrong, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's naive but, they won't find their right-wing. Yeah, but that, that's yeah. The, that what will revivify um, right-wing will be the yes vote. Yeah, the moment they're independent again, they will re-establish it. And they will realise, oh my goodness, we're on our own now, we need to band together. You know, yeah. I mean, you know how ghastly lots of Tories seem to English people. Just imagine how, how much worse it must be for them to be not only ghastly, but also a bit foreign. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just a bit foreign, but just if I can, it's it, you ghastly can, and English. your entire country has no representation of this entire party, and yet it's governing you. I can see how that's frustrating. But for example, I would, I, I would, I, I, I would like a fifth of the seats in the Scottish Parliament. I think it's not. That I think small. it's worse than that, isn't it? They're about eighteen percent of them. They don't have a single was it? Was district, they do they? No, they're all. Pop, I would, they're all top up seats. Yeah, I yeah. would have predicted. Let's assume that Scotland had already had independence for ten years. Mm-hmm. I would have predicted that it would have been more difficult. For Scotland to get gay marriage than for the rest of the, the United Kingdom. I don't know. I have no idea. Because of the Kirk influence. That would be my prediction. There, are, It's weird if you, you... It's not talked about a lot, but there's a weird remnant, and quite a strong remnant, especially if you look at the Rangers versus Celtic yes, Football Club, of, of the sectarianism there, which you forget about when you talk about lovely, 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 cuddly, the, the, liberal the, the, Scotland. The, the, and that would be... that. I think that would rear its head more. And well, there the would sectarianism be is rearing its head enormously over, just over the yes vote. It's mm. yeah, over the vote. It's like, Stu has to deal with it every day. There's these crazy fundamentalists. Well, maybe, maybe Scotland can have a civil war. Maybe. Well, they already have one. Um, basically, the Highlanders and the Lowlanders really hate each other much more than they hate the English, which is another quite funny thing. The Tudors and the uh, it's very interesting. And also, well, Stu's got exactly he's a Campbell. He's in trouble if that happens. He's very much in trouble. He's, oh, he's, it... he's not even really Scottish. They were, they were they were on the they were the evil ones in the real Red Wedding, weren't they? <laughs> is that true? They were. Yeah. Oh, right. There was actually it was based on a real thing. The clan Campbell is basically the the phrase. Condemned for all time for you know doing that thing they did. Yeah, they invited, which them. I won't say because spoilers. Oh, spoilers! Yes, spoilers, yeah. <laughs> I would never put those two things together. That's very. So your friend, your friend Stuart Campbell's evil. He's well, I've never doubted that. He's, cursed, cursed, he's cursed descended from tree, traitor blood. We're cursed forever. Cursed forever for betraying. We'll have to tell guest him. right. Yeah, guest right. That was a yes. You shouldn't murder your guests. It's generally, a, <laughs> it's generally a. Oh, that's a very old fashioned view. Well, yeah. we, we have, we have. By the way, we have, we have eaten of Nick of of. of, of John Salt and, and and bread. We have eaten of your salt and bread. Well, not bread. Actually, it, was, well, it wasn't real bread. It, it wasn't real bread. bread. Ah, ah, that's no, why. No, no, ah. If there's you know no almond flavour disguises, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Al- almond. So, how's life been treating you? Good weather? Do you have a good journey Did up you run here? out of stuff to talk about? Yeah, it's all finished. We've, we've got we've, five minutes to No, go. I think we've talked about everything. It's the only thing I can judge. Yes, do you need to judge the Scottish folk? Oh no, you need to judge John first. Oh, okay, just remember we have the discussion now. His sabbatical. He's having a sabbatical now. I John am. is having his. Why are you having your sabbatical now? 
rather than when you're having a baby. Oh, that's what you want to judge me for. And I've had other people complain about it. <laughs> no, you haven't. Have Why don't you have a sabbatical in November when there'll be a newborn baby for you to sabbat, to sabbat over? <laughs> to sabbat on. <laughs> the, reason, the reason is, Laura and I talked about this, and it was, it was Laura who first Laura didn't want you anywhere near the baby. <laughs> Laura said, I don't want you anywhere near this You are not touching that baby, John. Yeah. <laughs> not. I think I get her accent better. <laughs> But Martin gets the emphasis better. It's true. I, Jason Statham will be playing uh, the role of Laura for the yes. remainder of this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> the reason for having... See, both, both Jim and Alec took their sabbaticals as extended paternity leave. And well, that makes sense. In her, I think they messed up. Because oh, the reason we're having... They ended up hating their babies. Well, they're, they're both so, so full of hate that was inevitable. Yeah. But, um, the, 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 the reason we had the idea of the sabbaticals in the first place is we were copying an old-fashioned future publishing, as it was in the 90s, introduced sabbaticals. If you worked on a magazine for five years, they gave you three months to go and do other creative pursuits so you could come back and be... You wouldn't be just a drained misery, misery on that magazine. Do they still um, do that now? Uh, yes, now they're a husk of themselves. It's, it's still available to their staff. Tom Francis did it and then left afterwards when Gun, Gunpoint met, sold eight trillion copies. And, and was quite it. good. Yes, indeed, very good. Mm. Um, but yeah, so they, they, we, that, it was Tom's taking a sabbatical that made us a, a rock paper shot and go, oh, hang on, we've all been doing this for six years and we're all exhausted. Um, and so we, and I'm the last to take... Hardest job in the world. Hardest job in the world. We've covered before how it's far yeah. harder than any other silly, silly little carrying bricks jobs. So, so um, but why now and why not so baby time? But the reason for having the sabbatical in the first place was to have three months to pursue other creative ideas to... to Refresh you. If you do this when you have a baby... You don't do that. That's right. not going to happen. So I'm actually taking the sabbatical for the reason we have the sabbaticals as a. Until concept. your life is ruined. I Until my it. life is ruined, okay. I'm going to take my paternity leave. Obviously, I'll probably also take a couple of weeks of annual leave Which at the same must. time. So I'll have a, the. First if your boss lets you, if my, I'll, I'll I'll write a letter to me and see what I say. Yes. Um, but I have, so I'll have the month off anyway. Also, I work from home, so that's another massive factor in making a difference. It's not like I'm up at the office all day long, mm. away from the child. Um, so I'll be at home anyway, and I work from seven thirty till three thirty most days so I'll have, be able to take over from Laura for most of the afternoon and evening so I'll already have all those fatherly duties will be in place due to the way my job structured so we, we, just, we agreed that it would make more sense for me to actually use the sabbatical for the reasons well, I, I think that I think that sounds a reasonable explanation would you like to make a case for the prosecution yes. Nick? <laughs> yes I, 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 I would like to make a case yes. for the prosecution and that is why didn't you take half your sabbatical now and half after the baby came because we agreed as a company we weren't going to Ah, take it. It's not. It's not annual leave. You take three months or you don't, and that okay. was the deal we agreed on. Why don't you just take three months of of, of paid um, paternity leave <laughs> as well? I think it might rather annoy my colleagues. If but I what can they do? Are they going to fire you? Well, I think they. I think they could quite well. Yes, they could as a group of directors get together and fire me. Yes. Well, um, they're going to fire their major catch, are they? Well, I am obviously without without you, then nobody's visited the website at all. We have well, in fact, John, we switched off the servers. Yeah, we haven't even noticed. Not <laughs> No, nobody's noticed. Without my not one hit, not even Google is spidering <laughs> you anymore. It's extraordinary. Larry Page said, "Hold on, John's on sabbatical. Let's not even bother sending our servers to index them." It makes a lot of sense. Mm. I am very pleased that that's not true. Thank you. I was I was arguing. Red is just less angry with Rock Paper Shotgun whilst you're on holiday. Mm. That's, that is going to be true. I, I was arguing with John that he is their biggest pull. Do you agree with that or not? Since Kieran's left, well, I, I, can't, I can't see the stats, so I certainly don't know. No, not the stats. Just what's your impression? That's the point. I, te- I tend to read more of John's features than yeah, but is that? But then again, I'm I'm not really a disinterested observer. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But I, I I think he's 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 got the clearest voice. 
Whether you like the voice or not, some people hate it. Mm-hmm. Very, a lot of people. Yeah, your social justice warrior, um, yeah. preachy but also, but nonsense. John, but John's very good at doing the silly, the silly stuff as well. Well, that's my point. I like I, the silly I, yeah, stuff. actually, that is the point. You, but between being Presbyterian preacher, you're also silly. What do we call you the other day? The silly, silly sermonizer or no, something? No, no, it was the jester preacher or something. I can't. Yeah, remember, something like exactly. That. And which I said was a step up from the funny one, which was yeah. the uh, fake compliment Kieran gave me about ten years ago. He's <laughs> the funny one, exactly. <laughs> John, oh, John, he's the funny one. Yeah, but is there a funny one who can do it properly? Oh in your yeah, actions? yeah, absolutely. Or are they all and deadly serious? Everyone, everyone who works for us is very funny. Um, which do you, do, you, do you, when you do your. Um, your interviews you make sure they're a bit silly before you give them a job uh, hold on are you silly are you wacky no oh, not wacky I lost the file not wacky silly <laughs> a little um, bit silly I don't, I don't think we I think it's just implicit I don't know how, how would you, if you were if you were to set an interview question that measures mild silliness what would the question be <laughs> Well, you're the judge. I'll tell you you what, tell me. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what we do. This is true, and this is a good tip. If we advertise for another writer's job, anyone who replies can follow this advice. When we we ask a series of serious questions, yeah. and people who give wacky answers, instant delete. Good, that's instant. But, so, but being, not wacky. But what about what about mildly silly? Well, appropriately we, silly. Someone who does it. So, like, we'll say to someone, we need a cover letter no longer than two hundred words. We also need a five hundred word or three hundred word over his writing sample. Why do, you, why, do you, why do you? I decided to make why the do cover you need, letter my writing to delete. Why do you need a cover letter? Just to stop them from sending anything longer. That's that's the that's the okay. Because if you don't, you'll get a three hundred page letter. Oh right, so you get an autobiography. It's unfair not to read it, right. and then it's monstrous. So if we say you're not allowed to send more than this many words, then we can just ignore it when someone sends their life story. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it, it, you know we have two hundred, we have we have to, like two hundred and fifty applicants for one of the jobs. It's a lot of emails to wade through. And when someone's going, oh, I decided to bend the rules in this interesting way to make me look interesting. But hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. You, you've got two hundred and fifty applicants. Yes. But surely you filter out the privileged white Anglo-Saxon Protestant males first. And then how many do you have left? 249. <laughs> yes. No. Um, we, I would say of applications, probably about 5% women. Well, that's, and, and well, that's that more, narrows it down. That's no, but that's more, that's more than... We, uh, in all our time, was it 18 years now, mm-hmm. we have never had... One woman apply for a te- apply for a technical wow, job. That's incredible. But you, and I wish they would because they, yes, listening. If 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 you're at all good, you'll just get the job because <laughs> you know no, because we need we need the balance. But, but well, it, it, please, somebody at least apply. Paper shotgun now has three actual ladies. Yeah, but parts. but journalism but journalism is doesn't seem plausible statistically. No, it's, it's not. not. It's in, totally. But but I can see, you imagine that half of the population were female? That would make no sense. In fairness, of our full time, I think it's very good that you do, but it, it it's it's easier. Because because I think journalism allows an easier in than sysadmin for some if reason. Full time, we have seven full time people, of which only one is is a woman's actress. Okay. Um, so that's not great. But we have of our contributors, it's much more even. I mean, when we when we well, have so, so you've got you've got Alice and you've got Cassandra, Pompertine, 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 and Cara. Cara is a regular contributor. Yeah, exactly. So you've got lots. Also, four. I forgot about Pompertine. I'm very silly for about her because she's brilliant. Yeah, is she also mad? I think she 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 veers beyond silly into uh, some case okay, psychotic. Okay, occasionally, terrible. psychotic would be a good word for her writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I don't know her. I don't know her, but the, she, yeah, she, her she, writing she, is definitely psychotic, yeah. <laughs> as it should be. You sometimes come away unsettled by, by, by yes, her columns, indeed. and I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why she's writing it? Yeah. Why she's brilliant. Um, 
I love the place that I love that you've, you've got somebody whom you pay and who's contributing to your life and you don't really know who she is. <laughs> It's incredible, like, you know. The, 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 the seven of us have ne- full timers have never been in one room at the same time. Oh, it's it's impo- It's almost impossible. We had before we actually managed to get all six in one place last year at Res. Do you not have to have an AGM? Uh, well, it's only for the directors, though. We it's just the directors, mm-hmm. and we do. That we get meet together in London or Brighton. Yeah. You should have a conference every year. We should. I think yeah. I'd love to do it. But yeah. again, you're go- look at Eurogamer. They have an entire team that just works on conferences full time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something you can just throw together in, in your spare time. And we are, as okay. I always say, we are just a bunch of people sitting in our bedrooms in our pants, trying um, to, uh, and next to masturbating furiously. Exactly. And next time you should have Res not at the NEC because there's no te- more it's Res. A ter- it's a terrible. There's thing. no more Res. It's Is finished. It? Yeah. It's EGX Res now. It's called. But yeah. it's no. There's no longer a PC, PC only. Well, there was still actually. lots of PC there. I Absolutely. It's a very pro PC. Rock paper shotguns is not there. I mainly I mainly go for the the alleyway of India. You go for the booth babes. Yes. Yes. There weren't any. The booth bros. The booth bros. Because I was in um I was at GDC the weekend before, so I wasn't going. I didn't go to Res this year, but uh, I no one know. It was apparently there was someone being very unpleasant and who's been permanently banned. Yes, mm. Nigel were, Farage. Nigel Farage. Well, I, 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 saw, I, saw, I saw the I saw the the YouTube. What I don't get is that basically he was going up making unpleasant and uh, uh, misogynistic and generally obnoxious comments to the exhibitors who were, for reasons I don't understand, answering him politely rather than telling him to um, insert something into himself. Oh, I wonder if in there, no one terms. There's a guy who does he does all the comic con stuff and he turns up and he's extremely. Vulgar and unpleasant. Yeah. Is he basically a, a, Rome, a, Rome, a the what, roaming jester troll? What I yes. didn't, what I didn't understand is why these people were allowing themselves to be spoken to like this. I'm trying to imagine what somebody, something like Erland Gresford would have done if he'd been uh, spoken to in that manner on camera. <laughs> I imagine it wouldn't have been. But... Indeed. <laughs> shall we? Shall but yes, we? I love that the immediate response was to uh, to express horror that it had happened to permanently ban this person. It, it, Resd is a, is. I think the best of the of, of the lot. Yeah. Shall we say goodbye yeah. to everybody now forever? Forever. Yeah. Okay. A final judgment. Uh, I, I find John not guilty. Oh wow! Right, everyone, take the <laughs> pill. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Tada. Tschüss.